and um, it's still a follow-up to what the Holy Spirit has been, you know, dealing with me in my heart for some time now. You know, it's getting clearer and clearer, um, and it's quite fascinating to see how one can truly understand things if the Holy Spirit teaches you. But you can only teach the person who decides to lay down his attention. Because for him to speak to you, you need to lay down the attention. You must show proof that you are truly ready for him before he can begin to open up things to you. And what is this? You know, we're all raised with the consciousness of the greatest way to please God is not to commit sin. Okay, so we are all conscious of, oh, I've delayed here, I've done this evil, I've done that evil. And then we go to confession so that we can be cleansed of the evils we do. An average Christian, an average Catholic, believes that it's only when you are free from doing this evil, then you are pleasing God. And you are pleasing to Him. And so, presumably, with that, when eventually time comes, he will pay you back or repay you by giving you heaven. But the Holy Spirit began to deal with me seriously with that within the last few weeks. That that is not the actual the, the measure that God is seeking for in our hearts. That is a, there's a lesser measure, there is a higher measure. This one is the lesser measure. And we have to ask, then what is the higher measure? He said the higher measure is to do the things as asks us to do. The emphasis is not about you not doing evil. The emphasis is on you doing the things he has asked us to do. Putting into action every demand he has made. And you will quite agree with me that this is an area that is not so much, you know, looked at as such. The emphasis is always, what evil have you done? Repent of it. But we have not asked the major question. What good are we doing now? What and what is our life producing? Now, the Lord began to deal with me in, the, in that area because with the reflection during the Latin period about the sisters of the cross and all that, the Lord said, I've dealt with all your errors. Now I'm looking forward to see you bearing the fruit of the Christ in you. I say, but uh, we're already doing it now, the way we're living our life. say, no, that's not enough. Now, while I was reflecting on the miracle of Peter, when he spoke and said, what I have, I will give you, you know? And I began to ask deeper questions. Is it that if you don't perform miracles, you're not doing the will of God? You see, it's an aspect of it. And I was shocked again. He said, that miracle, those signs and wonders are the lesser signs and wonders in the eyes of God. I said, how can you say, you know, such miracle is the lesser? It should be a major thing, achievement in God now. If I begin to perform miracles now, hey, people will say, hey, he's doing great. Oh, God is with him. He referred me again and said, have you not heard what I said? There are people who will perform signs and wonders in my name, but on that day, I will say, Go away, go away, go away, you, you wicked ones, you workers of iniquity. 
I said, then what is it? He said, walk in love. You must walk in love. I said, is that all? He said, yes. He said, it appears very simple, but that is the heartbeat of the Father. Deliberate, intentional walking in love, in charity. Not charity in terms of giving things to the poor. That is also a lesser part of it. Is the image you have about your fellow human being. The quality of your tolerance. Your ability to swiftly forgive and let go. Your ability to be able to shut your heart from bitterness. Your ability to sustain a, quality, a high quality of humility. Not arrogating yourself. He said, this is where the father is looking for. No one like Jesus said, learn from me. For I'm what? Meek and humble of heart. He said, this is the fruit that the father is looking for in the life of his children. And I said, when Mary was alive on earth, did she perform any miracle? I said, no. But Mary bore the fruit that the father sought for. She was available to whatever God was asking her to do. She was humble. She was obedient to the word of God. She was, she was yielded completely. Never heard her voice anyway. So, the people of God, I just feel like sharing this with us because I feel that it's very crucial. And if we truly want to please the Father, this is where He is waiting for us. Anybody at all, how do you handle your fellow human beings? What is your judgment upon them? What is your perception about the person? How do you react or respond to offenses? How do you tolerate people's excesses? They have to deal with me. He said, resist the spirit of vexation at all levels. Resist what? The spirit of vexation. That irritating spirit. Resist it at all levels. Never you allow your heart to accommodate all forms of vexation. No wonder he said, offenses will surely come. He said, this, are, this is the way you can now begin to stay up. When you begin to live in this dimension, this new life he has given to us and we are celebrating and shouting hallelujah, that is enough, can begin to blossom. The word he uses is to glow. It's not shining like light. He said, let your light so shine that men may see it. So it means that the fruit will bear. Men must see it. People must see it. They must see your, 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 your sweet action of forgiveness, the way you handle bitterness, the way you handle you know, offenses, the way you go about things. They can see it. And the question is, when people come around you, what energy are you dispensing? What energy are you dispensing? What is the first thing they notice about you? It matters a lot. If you talk, what do they perceive from your talk? If you're handling any issue with them, what impression are you creating? And Jesus said, by their fruits, you shall know them. He didn't say by their miracles. He didn't say by their signs and wonders. And that really hits me hard. It hit me hard and I had to begin to make new resolutions. 
Because I want to please the Father. For you to please God, you have to be intentional. You have to be forceful because the system here, the culture around us, the mentality and the philosophy of life around us does not in any way accommodate all, the, all this. And that's why if you have to follow Jesus, that's the cross you will carry because you are a contradiction. Everything will cut across you. Everything will come against you. And when you are walking in the will of the Father and you are on this earth, you will be considered a foolish person. So be ready to answer foolish person. Paul said we are fools for Christ. So we must be able to bring about this into our family. Couples must be able to bring it into their own you know, relationship. Husbands must understand that this is the call of God upon you. You must love. You must learn to shut down all forms of uncharitable un acts. You must bear the fruit of integrity. Tolerance. Bitterness must be expunged. We cannot say it's a human, uh, you know, human uh, uh, reality so. No. Something has been given to us to give us an upper hand in dealing with them. It's not easy. But that's the work God has called us to walk in. I don't want on that day that when I come, he say, you, go away you, you workers of iniquity. I don't want to hear that. The five virgins that were shut down, they were baptized. They had no sin, no. They are aware. They are virgins. They had their wedding gown. They had their lanterns. But because they didn't bear fruit, they were not smart enough to do extra things. Jesus asked them, go away you, you workers of iniquity. I said, Lord, when they come missing, they are virgins now. He said, they bear no fruit. They didn't put extra energy to do the things I asked them to do. And so while we celebrate Peter for all he has done, we equally know that Peter was a man who walked in abundance of love. And so if you read the letters of Peter, you'll see him talk about, talking about love. Talking about, talking about love. So we must bring it into our lives as Christians. We are the only ones who have the capacity to host love in this world. And if we lose it, we have lost everything. And Jesus said, love one another as I have loved you. Now, when they see your love, they will not believe in what you do. And so we pray at this Mass for an open heart. And ask the Holy Spirit, please keep teaching us. So I would not presume that we have arrived. We don't presume that just because I'm not a fornicator, I'm not a thief, I'm not a liar, then I'm okay. No. You have just started. That is kindergarten. Then you have to enter the school of walking with the Lord. May God bless us what's the heart through Christ our Lord. Amen.